0: Folks, Welcome back to the segment podcast. I'm your host Mark Hill and uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and downloading these episodes Uh, up front. I just wanted to say if you get a chance at the end of the podcast, if you wouldn't mind giving me a review, that would be great. Five star review would be ultimately the best and it would help get this podcast out to other people so they can hear it as well. Before we get started on this episode, this is episode 26, and a special guest is going to be Big E from Yoshimura. But before we start, I always like to start by thanking the sponsors, 7IDP, 7 Intelligent Design Protection. Check them out, you guys. If you're needing some mountain bike gear uh, for protection, check out 7protection.com and look at what 7IDP has. If you see something you like, Use promo code SEGMENT for 15% off your purchase. Again, promo code SEGMENT for 15% off your purchase. Next is thank you to the Bole brands. Bole just bought up Spy. So Bole brands include Spy Optic, Bole and Serengeti. Um, Bole has Spy Optic and Spy Optic has the foundation goggles. And that's currently what I love using while I'm out on the trails. It's the widest periphery in the market. The technology in the lens not only illuminates the trail to allow us to see what's out there, but it keeps the eyes shaded as well. And lastly, thank you to Tasco, the awesome shirt company. Makers of the awesome shirts, the awesome gloves that we all wear, and also the awesome shorts. If you get a chance, take a look at the Scout shorts. They are amazing. They are my favorite shorts for multiple reasons. You gotta check them out and see what you think. If you do see something you like on Tasco, make sure you use the link in my description in order to get 10% off your purchase. And also they just released the Phantom Series, which is an amazing new light material uh, that is very eco-friendly. So check those guys out. All right, without further ado, my special guest tonight is Big E from the company Yoshimura. We all know Yoshimura as an amazing, high-quality a company that deals in moto, but they just recently made an entrance into the mountain bike community, into the mountain bike world with their amazing pedals. Check out the story on how the pedals were, were made and thought of and listen to the love that goes into making each and every pedal that each rider wears. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'll see you all on the backside. All right, Sanders, welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast, your mountain bike podcast where I try to bring to you folks that are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And tonight I've got a special guest, uh, Mr. Big E. What's happening, Big E?
1: What's up, man? Good to be with you, Mark, and uh, on the segment. This is going to be fun, man.
0: It's totally good to see you, man. And uh, one of the reasons why I brought you in on the segment tonight is because um, your company Yoshimura is um, primarily—is it primarily moto or was primarily moto—and now dropping an entry into the mountain bike world.
1: Yeah, so just a little bit of background on Yosh. Um, uh, Yoshimura um, started to be a company in 1954, and it's basically a performance company from the very beginning. Pops uh, Yoshimura—he um, was all about tuning engines, and then he got into making exhausts in the mid '60s. Um, so we've really been an exhaust slash performance company um, since 1954. Um, there's a division of our company in Japan, so there are two uh, Yoshimirs. There's a Yoshimir Japan, and then the Yoshimir R&D of America. That's us. Oh, great! Gotcha. And um, we, I would say, it fluctuates, but we're probably about 60% um, street exhaust and about 40 again, it fluctuates depending on what new models come out, but we're about 60 street and about 40% uh, off-road motocross exhaust.
0: Gotcha. That makes sense. Cause when I was, when I had Steve Caballero on the show, he was talking about Yoshimura and he had mentioned, um, a lot of, a lot of people were chiming in about the exhaust. So, okay. Now, now I understand where that comes from.
1: Yeah. We have a very, very rich history and performance and motorcycle tuning. And, uh, the, the term super bike came to be about, um, basically Yoshimura back in the probably early to mid seventies, pretty much invented the super bike. So you know, they were, they were the ones really driving that. So, um, so yeah, it, it, Yoshimura has been a, is a very long, uh, respected name in motorcycle performance.
0: Got it. Okay, yeah. cool. So then fast forward to, boy, it was like two months ago, I believe, I was able to join you guys out for a mountain bike ride out um, in San Clemente and uh, met you, met Steve Caballero. And then I met a rider named Colin on that ride. And when we were coming back to the cars, um, you guys were loading up in the Yoshimura van. Yeah. And Colin said, Hey, dude, jump on this bike and check out these pedals. And it felt like I was stepping on a skateboard, which was amazing. And uh, I started to learn that you guys have this entry, which we'll get into when we get to the product spotlight section. But as far as um, talking about, you know, mountain biking and the trails, you and I rode out there in San Clemente, had a good time. How did your mountain biking and Yoshimura or did your mountain biking influence Yoshimura to come into (laughs) the mountain bike world? How did that all play out?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story. So I, um, I've, I've raced BMX um, since I was 11 years old, um, uh, grew up in the 80s. You know, my first BMX race was in 1979 and uh, grew up in the 80s. I turned pro back in 86 and oh, dang. Uh, was kind of a struggling kind of mid-packer, I would say. And then I moved to California in 88 and I worked for GT Bicycles um, from 1988 until 2001. And so from, wow, uh, I would say for, it was from 1993, 19, about 1993 to the end, uh, when uh, GT pretty much went kaput here in the States, um, okay. to 2001. I was the uh, Power Light team manager and also the brand manager for the PowerLight brand that GT owned. So oh, I've wow. had a long history of being involved in, in bicycles. And so when I moved over to motorsports in 2001, um, I was, I always stayed connected. I always rode. Um, I started riding mountain bikes a lot, probably, I would say um, probably in 2009, um, okay. 2009, 2010. And it's funny because GT had such a rich history um, in mountain bikes and I never really cared. Like they, they, I felt like sometimes they really didn't respect the the BMX thing and you know, and people like uh, Rishi Greywall and, and Julie Furtado and all these people that, that famous people that race for our, our mountain bike team, I was just, just wasn't into it. But I would say I started riding again in 2010. Um, I started working for Yoshimura back in 2013 okay. and uh, just doing all their marketing, um, being the, really the voice uh, back and forth to the distributors, kind of just really uh, rep- making sure that the brand's being represented in the right way. And then in twenty, I want to say in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, somewhere around there, I think it was seventeen. Yusaku Yoshimura became the president of the company, and so Yusaku is the grandson of Pop that started the company. Oh wow! Um, And quickly he looked, I because I had my mountain bike at the shop a lot um and then somebody one of the editors from one of the motocross magazines left him a levo to ride and he's like and he wrote it once and he's like i don't want to i don't want to e-bike and so he bought a stump jumper okay um, and we started riding together and we kind of kind of bonded together and then just riding and he's an engineer he's he's about 35 36 years old and he's the president of yoshimira like i said and he's got an engineering background and so hmm. one day he came to me and said hey I, I think I want to make bike parts. And I was like, uh, okay, well I, that I come from that. I came from there. Yeah. Know? Did he know that so,
0: about you? Biggie? Um, he, 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 he,
1: he, he knew a little bit, but I don't think he knew what he was diving into when he, when he started talking. About <laughs> it. Um, so, um, so yeah, he, he said, I'm like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I think I want to make pedals to start, you know, just, I just want to play around with it, you know? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, there's 436 different kinds of pedals out there, right? Every There's so many pedals. He's like, yeah, I know, but I have, I have an idea and some ideas where I think we can make, make something better. And I went, okay, well let's, let's check it out. And I want to say, you know, we were in two years in development of the pedal, just trying different things. Like we would just, we would go ride in the rain um, like, like do San Juan trail. It's raining. Let's go ride just to wow. try really test, seal of the pedal and make sure that, in every condition, this pedal is going to be good, and we we sent pedals out everywhere too to, to for other people to test. But test them. It's, it's such a really fun story because even um, we've been uh, they've been on the market for almost a year. April first, the website went live, and we've been selling pedals ever since then. But wow, um, I want to say that even even from the very beginning, like this has been um, this whole project's really been a labor of love for for yusaku and myself like um we actually recently probably in the last three weeks we just hired a second shift in our machine shop specifically because we can't keep up with these pedals it's been it's been insane wow, so that's crazy it's, it's funny I, I like to tell people that um we created a monster like the second yeah. we started showing the pedals people were like take my money it says Yoshimura on it i know it's quality and you know they a lot of people recognize the name for motorsports um, kind of like Renthal, right? Mm-hmm. And they just respect it, and they know that that we're going to build a, a great product. And and it's uh, it's a fun thing, you know. I tell people all the time when I think uh, when Yusaku needs to relax, he goes upstairs up in the kidding room when we build pedals, and he starts working building pedals. Like he's the last guy at night there, like wow. on pedals. It's kind of like his getaway thing, you know. So he just loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a passion of his, and he's. Um, we're working on other, other stuff too, but, but it's just so fun to, um, really to be working for a company that gets it. Like for me, I, I um, stop me if I start, start talking too much. Okay. Cause I feel this like this is so- great.
0: No, this yeah. is great. In fact, uh, John W just said stoked that quality company like Yosh is entering the MTB market. So yeah, like you said, that goes to your point when they see Yoshimura on there. Um, yeah. a lot of people know. Uh, this is Chris from Christian. He says, are we giving away a pair of pedals tonight <laughs> to one of the live <laughs> listeners? <laughs> well, we do love love to to away. Away,
1: <laughs> Yeah. I'd love to give away a set of pedals, but the problem is <laughs> we're so ordered on the things. <laughs> There's so many people that are paying customers that are waiting for them. So um, maybe next time I come on or something, we'll do something fun like that. But I have some uh, t-shirts and hats we'll give away whenever yeah, you there go. That, so,
0: there you go, Christian. There you go, buddy. So that's good stuff. So, okay, so you're entering the market. There's like 400 and how many did you say? I had no I don't clue. know. I was doing some dumb
1: arbitrary There's
0: number. a lot of there's yeah, but yeah. you're right, there's a lot of pedals out there. You you've got the plastic, you've got the vinyl, you got the metals, you like how do you how do you you got the clip-ins, you have the flats. How did he even begin to think? which were where the gap was, or did he even think about where, if there was a gap, he just wanted to build something of quality design. Do you know the process there?
1: I know enough to be pretty close. So I think, um, we, I would say we stayed away from clips at the beginning. Um, it's, uh, I would, I would be dumb to tell you that we're not working on some designs for clip pedals, but I think he stayed away from clips at the beginning because there was probably, um, it's, it's definitely a more, uh, um, technical design to design a clip pedal. And there's a lot of things to it. Um, obviously spring tension, some people like tight stuff, some people like loose stuff. Some a lot of people like float. Th- there's so many things to a, a clip pedal. So you can't just make one clip and one cleat and go, uh, that's going to work for everybody, you know,
0: mm, makes
1: so sense. I think, yeah. I think he knew that early on. And he's like, you know, we'll start with flat pedals. And, and again, it wasn't, I think where I was going was, uh, you know, it's, it's such a refreshing thing to work for a company. That's not like dying. Like, Oh, we got to sell 10,000 pedals this month or 500 pedals or whatever it is. It's honestly where it is right now. It's like Yusaku puts every pedal together. He puts every spindle in the pedal and pretty much put all the pins in and I box them. And that's how it works. And he's, he doesn't want to hire anybody. We can't take any, we have about, uh, I'd say a hundred employees at, at Yoshimura and we can't take anybody from anywhere else in the building because they're all, I mean, you know what's happening in, in obviously recreation and motorsports. Like you can't make stuff fast enough. So yeah. we can't for employees from every anywhere. And Yusaku really um, feels that, you know, Hey, if I'm putting every spindle in the thing, it's going to be right. And Biggie's working on that. It's going to be right. And, and, you know, there are some things I've, I've caught him like, Hey, Oh yeah, we need to fix this. And, There's some things that he's caught with me so it's kind of like another set of eyes doing stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's kind of fun you know we it's it's a two-man kind of project and uh, i feel honored that he even includes me in anything and um it's just again it's a labor of love because seriously like we kind of probably sold ten thousand pedals by now if if it was about money for us but for you it's about making sure the pedal's right. You know, when, uh, when we were developing the pedal over the past uh, two years before we brought it to market, we were testing and testing. I'm like, let's go, let's go. Cause for me, for me I'm like, it's ready. Let's go. And you saw like, it's not ready. Let's, let's keep, I want to keep testing. And so that day, he's like, okay, we're going to, I want to, let's set a date when we're going to launch this thing. And I said, let's do it April 1st. Cause April fools, people think it's going to be a joke and sure enough it was like, you know we started advertising on Vital MTB and Pink Bike and people are like what Yoshimura pedals is this serious is this a joke Yeah yeah uh,
0: on on April 1st
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah so again like I said we're coming up on our our year anniversary and um, it's been such a blast man so like I said it it's so cool because Yusaku touches every single pedal that that goes out you know That's insane
0: That's yeah. insane Wow. I had no clue that, that it was that, that much of a labor of love. And it was that close to you guys. I mean, literally you two are the ones that touch every pedal that goes out there that we see. That's pretty yeah. incredible. That's pretty incredible.
1: I mean, there are, there are processes in, and we can get into that if you want like the the steps and everything how to build a pedal, because people, you know, there's been people that, you know, that probably don't understand the oh, that pedal's really expensive. I, that's too expensive. It's not for me. And it's kind of like our exhaust to where, you know, if, if the pedals too expensive for you, for you, maybe you're not our customer and not to say anything bad about that, that customer, but, um, we produce high quality things and there's, you know, some people will settle, settle for a, a $49 plastic pedal and that's fine. But when people want the best, they, they gravitate towards a brand like Yoshimura. Yeah.
0: John W asks here, um, been writing Yoshimura pipes for years. What's next on the radar Is there anything else on the radar in the MTB market space?
1: Uh, Yeah, there's, there's a, it's one of those things we talk about all the time. Honestly, Um, um, there are a lot of things in queue, but um, just like the pedals, we don't want to rush into anything. It's all about baby steps. It's like right now we're only selling pedals um, to the U S and Canada. And the reason we're doing that is, uh, well, there's two reasons. Number one, we can't make them fast enough, so we don't want to create a demand worldwide that gets people twisted up, right? Um, the second thing is um, we didn't want pedals on the other side of the world that might have a problem with them. We wanted to keep them close to home. So um, so that's the other reason we're just selling to the U.S. and Canada. And um, it's been really cool. I would say, um, I'd probably say we're at the 1,000. We've probably sold about a 1,000 pedals now. Wow. And I, we've got about five or six of them back. That's it. And probably, and actually two of those pedals are because people didn't like them. They're like, I didn't like them. They don't grip my, 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 my feet well or whatever. I'm like, send me a picture of them. And not that I'm going to do, we're going to do this for everybody, but you know, if the pedals are in good condition, I'll give them their money back because I don't, I want to make sure that that, even if the, the customer is not a fan of ours, I'll do, I'll go above and beyond and go, Hey, here's your money back. I'll use those pedals for marketing. Like I'll bring them out to a a demo day or something and have people ride those. Um, because I just don't want people to some sour taste in their mouth, you know? And again, that's something that we can do now, um, that we might not be able to do in the future, but right now we just want to make sure that every person that has a set of Yoshimura pedals is a, is a customer that is very excited. and, And it's just, it's just been so cool to see the reaction when, you know, when people buy a set of pedals, they're like, you know, um, we're just selling consumer direct. Um, that's something we can direct, uh, discuss too. Um, one of the reasons we're doing that is because again, demand, we can't keep up. You know, we've had literally, I probably get about 10 to 12, maybe 15 sometimes emails a day from around the world, whether it's the UK, uh, anywhere in Europe, Australia, South America, they're like, I want your pedals, please. And I'm like, we can't sell them to you yet. So one of the things, We're working up to right now is uh, we're just working up to to build inventory we're trying to that's why we're adding a second shift in our machine shop Um, we want to uh, be able to do uh, global shipping Um, but one of the cool things I was going to tell you is um, by selling consumer direct it's really cool because on our website we can see when a customer gets a set of pedals and then as soon as he gets them like if he has more than one bike you see him order another set right away and then you'll see people in that town like we'll see like more sets of pedals sell in that, in that town. Uh, so it's really cool to see the influence. Like, you know, people might be scared like, wow, that's 200 bucks is a lot for a set of pedals, but um, it's pretty cool. Once they get them, they're like, these are the sickest pedals I've ever rid- ridden. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I felt that way when I when I grabbed uh, Colin's bike, and I was able to jump on him. I mean, they definitely, they left an impression on me where I felt like I was on a, It felt like I was on a skateboard, because they were kind of concaved, mm-hmm. in a sense. So to me, it felt really good. Um, and that was just my first impression. I I, I was very new to, to Yoshin, and, and all I knew was that, you know, my but our buddy cab had done some artwork there. But, uh, yeah, I, cause I don't come from the moto world, but, um, as a total naive person coming on to the scene and just jumping on a bike, I'm like, damn, these are, these are comfortable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things, again, we, we wanted to make sure, you know, again, I, I've, I've helped, uh, when I was at GT, I, I, we've done some pedals there, um, through the eighties and nineties. And, uh, I'm no stranger to understanding, you know, what a pedal needs and and what, you know, even, obviously the needs and and uh, what a pedal looked like in the nineties or what it is now is, is two different things, but I still understand um, what a pedal needs to do. And with Usaku's engineering mind, like, I think it's pretty cool, a pretty cool team right now that we have. And um, I'm I just, it's such a fun thing and I see such a bright, a bright future for this branch that we've created of Yoshimura. So um, I just think that there, there's a lot of things that we can do and, you know, it really started too with with just like, hey, we've got almost a million dollar uh, uh, CNC uh, five axis machine back there. We need to keep it busy. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's so busy we have to run two shifts on stuff. Um, but that was one of the things too. It's like, hey, we need to we need to keep we need to make products that is going to you know keep that machine humming because when it's sitting, it's not making money. It's actually losing money for us. So, so that's the thing it. that we did. So long story short what we want to do is we want to um we want to create as much usa made product as we can just because we have the machinery to do it um and one of the things that we do even with our exhaust lines is we try to do as much stuff in-house as we can so whether it's uh cnc lathe uh uh, cnc machining lathes um welding um uh, we even have a composite shop that does uh, carbon fiber. We do a lot of that stuff in-house. Okay. So as the limit really for us. Like if we want to, we have all these tools in our in our tool chest. And so we can utilize those to to make mountain bike products. And honestly, you know, you obviously know what's going on with COVID and the situation trying to get bike parts from, from Asia. So it's yeah. kind of, we're kind of in this real spot, real cool spot right now.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing place to be you know, with everything coming together the way that it is. Um, when we talk about the pedals and we talk about where they were tested and, and where they're maybe being shipped to by, by U.S. consumers, what trails could you say that they've been tested on around here or what areas have they been sent to in case we're keeping an eye out to, to spot one of these things out <laughs> in the wild?
1: Yeah, so I'd say um, uh, we were, we rode, we've we ridden all over Orange County for sure. Okay. Um, Uh, The pedals namesake, the Chileo um, that actually came from, uh, there's a trail, there's a campground up at uh, by Mount Wilson called Chileo campground. And there's a, there's a trail called, I think it's silver moccasin or silver mock or something up there. And that trail was just, it's just littered with rocks and stuff. And uh, so that's, I thought that was just a cool name. And uh, we were shuttling up there a lot to just uh, again, just do gravity fed stuff on those pedals. Just keep hammering them, hammering them. And I was just like, Hey, I, I, I like that name Chileo. And Yusaka's was like, okay, let's use it. Wow. And uh, but this is a funny story. So about uh, maybe the third time after we chose to to do that, we went up, um, there was the third time we went up there and, and shuttled uh, with that company. And the guy that was driving the van, he's like a historian uh, for, for the Mount Wilson, the shuttle company. And he knew uh, about the land. Oh, he, that's so cool. In the 1800s. And he goes, and I'm like, hey, let me tell you a story. And I told him all about the pedals. And I'm like, hey, we're going to call it Chileo. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. And he's this guy's a bike geek anyway, right? But he's just driving the van. He's probably in, maybe in his late 40s, early 50s. And he's like, do you know what Chileo means? I'm like, I have no idea, dude. He's like, well, it's uh, it's Spanish. It's Spanish for badass. But it's kind, <laughs> of, it's kind of slang and nobody uses it anymore. But where that campground, I guess um, there was banditos or there was some guy up there or something that was known to kill bears with a knife. And the the federales would come. This is like in the late 1800s. And, uh, and uh, that's where these guys would go and escape um, to get away is up in Mount Wilson. They had these, uh, if you go up there, there's a cabin up there right on that trail still about that's probably 120 years old. It's crazy. That's crazy. When he told me that that's what Chileo means, I'm like, okay, that's perfect. That's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that answers John W.'s question. He says, where did the name of the pedals come from? Oh, wow. Wow. Chileo. Chileo. So yeah, so it came I, from
1: a trail up there on Mount Wilson. Yep. Wow.
0: And you've it's tested right, them all it's over. Right
1: off, it's right off the. Um, sorry to interrupt you. It's right no. off to uh, Angeles Crest Highway up by. um, uh, it's just past Newcomb's ranch up there. That's kind of where that trail is. So. Dang.
0: Wow. And when you were, when you were testing these, uh, pedals out, you know, gravity feed them, like getting them out there in all different conditions. Uh, it sounds like you're all over Orange County. So all the steep stuff, all the chunky stuff, um, all the loose over hard stuff, all the Southern California type stuff. How did it ride? Like when you got up into like big bear and, you know, did, you know, did you guys do any tests up at Sky Park and in the different soils up there and.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, I, I'd say, all over Southern California, we were riding, or we had people riding them. So Colin, um, which obviously you guys know, he's kind of a, a, a favorite SoCal guy. He um, he was in on the ground floor when we started testing at day one, and so he knows all about the pedals. He's helped him. He's helped us assemble them. Um, so Colin um, is all over the place riding those pedals too. So um, sometimes he's racing in Nevada out of Bootleg. Um, up in Northern California doing the um, the enduro series, so he's all over the place riding them too. Um, we've had some people in Canada, um, kind of uh, under under I would I wouldn't say under uh, secret or whatever, but we've had people in Canada testing, as well as on the East Coast. Some um, I would say some uh, probably well known downhill people gave us a lot of feedback. So we've kind of got you know, we did our own stuff here, but we also wanted feedback from other people saying, Hey, what do you think if we're doing this? What, what do you think of this idea? So, um, we just didn't kind of design it in a bubble, you know?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. Gosh, man. So well, let's jump into the product spotlight of the show. Unless, unless there's any other trails that you wanted to, to highlight that have been a, uh, well, how about a favorite trail of yours?
1: oh shoot i, I, have I know so, it's hard <laughs> i mean you know and so i would say that one of my favorite trails ever um and probably for sentimental reasons it's probably uh up in kernville called the plunge i don't know if you guys have heard of that trail but it's probably about a 20 from the very top it's probably about a 25 24 mile downhill That there's some pedaling involved a couple of uphills Whoa. but It's insane. It's so much fun. Um, Every year we would go up there after their fat tire festival and a bunch of, uh, it was an invite only. We would get together and go up there and just three days of just gravity fed stuff. And so I would say the plunge or even up there in, uh, in Kernville, there's a a trail called J O just outstanding. That's an incredible trail as well. So I would say those two out of Southern California for me are probably two of my favorites. But I think in in SoCal, I think um, maybe maybe my favorite trail, and, and I ride a lot of stuff. It's hard to you know I love all these trails, and they, every 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 trail has their own you know some some are chunky and some are smooth and some have loose dirt and some are sticking marbles everywhere. So I gotta say probably the Luge for me is probably my favorite trail. Just just because there was a time where I was out of work and uh, I would go up there not only ride it but work on that trail um and so it's 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 kind of close to me um as far as like just liking that trail and it's i like it too because um you just don't go and, and send it down you have to actually climb to get to it and i i just think you you know it, it, there you climb and then there's a reward after it you know so it's kind of like for me a kind of a perfect scenario you know and so i would say the locally le for me is is my favorite i haven't
0: yet ridden that one but i do hear that that is a bear of a climb to get up it but then the downhill part is just like awesome
1: yeah it is yeah
0: we got a john w said just real says, quick
1: too one thing yeah. about the luge too is, is is when it rains um depending on i mean if it doesn't pour for a week straight like it can rain for a day and you, know, you can wait a few hours and you can go up there and ride that trail so Man. it drains really well yeah
0: that's always good to know.
1: i probably a lot of your listeners probably know that, but
0: no, that's always good to know. Cause that's, that's one of the dilemmas is when it rains, you're like, where can I go where I'm not going to damage the trails and I, yeah. I don't want to upset anybody or leave any permanent, you know, marks of my tires on a trail that's going to mess anybody up. So yeah, yeah, that's good to know. That's great to know. Yeah. Um, John W here is saying the, pl- the plunge is, is gnarly. So, you know, I don't know anything about the plunge. If you guys know anything about the plunge out there, um, put it in the comments but um wh- what is that is that a is that a blue is that a black or is it a combination of everything
1: man i don't even it's it take me a whole podcast to describe that trail cuz it's got a such 25 a 25 miles <laughs> honestly like you start up at this uh viewpoint where you can see um, mount wilson not wilson uh mount whitney i think it's oh, mount wow. whitney it's a high mountain um that's that's yeah. a mountain. it's whitney yeah. isn't it
0: Whitney. Yep. So, yeah.
1: So you can see Whitney from this lookout point. You're at probably, um, I think you're at about 9,500 feet then. That's and, and then you, cl- then you leave there and you, you go through this um, single track that's all barky and then you probably have to climb about 1200 feet there. And so you're kind of sucking wind cause you're pretty high up. Right. But then you start going down and there's such a mix of everything like Oh man, there's soft stuff. There's good hard pack. There's, you know, you have to climb this one. Climb up a fire road. That's just like, when is this thing gonna end? And you get and you go by this cabin. That was that's we usually stop there and eat lunch. It was probably built in the mid 1800s and it's still standing there. It's like oh. something seen out of a bonanza or something. It's so cool. Wow, it's it's an- like going
0: back in time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so it's not, it's just so scenic. The plunge is such a scenic. And then you get to where, uh, what the, the namesake of the trail is the plunge. And you, and you can see, see Lake Isabella. And at that point you're at 5,000 feet. And so from there, it's probably about a good 40 minutes of descent going down. And it's just like, you'll smoke a set of brake pads. No problem. Wow. Yeah. That's
0: insane.
1: Yep. I it's, got it's so awesome. I put that on the list. I gotta you put gotta that know. on the
0: list. Yeah, yeah Lake is Don't put it on the
1: list before Whistler. But put yes, it
0: on. <laughs> yes, yes. Once they open that border, I want to get up there and uh, and and ride some of those some of those trails up there. That would be that'd be great. Should do a Yoshimura um, photo shoot out there. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, in, in Whistler, well, we never know. Some, right? when, we, when we get some time, to stop build some more pedals for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good thing.
0: It's a good thing to have. That's for sure. Um, let's. Sorry about that. I lost. I lost the audio. You guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. It's a. It, it's a good thing to have. That's. That's for sure. Um, on the next part of the segment podcast, I wanted to head over to product spotlight because there was a couple questions here about the pedals, and I know we can get more into the nitty gritty there. And then anything else you'd you'd want to um plug as far as product go as well. And then, folks yeah. that are listening in, you know, feel free to chime in. So, what I'm going to do is, I am going to Biggie. I'm going to put up the pedals from the article from Pink Bike, and okay. uh, we can start there if you like. So, this is looking at uh, some of the Yoshimura pedals when Pink Bike did a review, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the latest one, I believe, from Pink Bike. So, so Biggie, do you want to you want to take it from here?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that um, those were early prototypes that we sent um, Kaz up at Pink Bike. And right from the bat, he's like, man, these pedals, same thing, you know, all that feedback that I was telling you that we're hearing, he's like, dude, these things are amazing. Like, are they the world's best pedal? I mean, that's subjective, right? But we like to think that they're, they're on that shelf, you know? And so, um, but one of the things about that pedal, we got a lot of people cause pink bike, you know, when they search for the pedal that comes up on, on Google, that's an early uh, color that we were going to do. It's kind of like a goldish color. And again, in our testing, and this is one of, one of the reasons why we tested a lot before we came out. Um, we really liked that color. But the problem was that it just wore super fast. And mm. um, you could, it, I mean, the, the if I showed you one of those pedals after probably a month or two after testing, just so much of the color has gone off the top of it. And that's one of the things we learned um, um, building the pedals. Like, hey, we need to not just anodize these pedals. They need to be hard anodized. So hard anodized is a type three anodized that is not just a dye that goes in on top of the pedal. It actually um, embeds the aluminum and it makes the, the um, uh, the pedal a lot more scratch resistant. Um, the colors don't fade and um, it's just a much more durable finish. And um, that's one of the reasons why we, you know, you look at our pedal bodies and they're not bright. You know, we have Yoshi coat, which is kind of that, Kashima coat, kind of a chocolatey color. And then we also have the pewter. Those are two colors that we can actually uh, um, do hard anodize in. So when people are asking about all these different colored pedals, it's like, you know what? You know, we understand that people want different colors, but the problem is we want a durable pedal and we want something that's going to last and look good for a long time. And that's why hard anodize, anodized. And that's why the pedal body colors are darker than, than brighter. So cool things about uh, last year, uh, pink bike did too. Is like, they did this top 10 pedals, top 10 flat pedals. And I want to say we were out for like six months and we were already in that top five or that top 10, uh, top eight or top 10, uh, shootout or whatever you want to call it that the pink bike did. And man, it was just like, that was a highlight for us because I mean, for those guys to pick our pedals and they haven't even been out that long, and uh, and pick them over a lot of other well-established brands. It was pretty cool. They they really they really understand and understood where we were coming from um, from a design aspect and for, to just do something different out there.
0: That's very cool. What a compliment by Pink Bike, no less. That's uh that's really huge, especially being new to the marketplace. Like like you said, um, one of the listeners was asking. Do you sell rebuild kits uh, for the pedals?
1: Yeah, we sure do. Um, so, yeah, when you go on the website um, where the pins are and stuff, you'll see rebuild kits. I always tell people, yeah, we sell them, but you're not going to need them. Honestly, okay. like – and that's one of the things we've done. Um, again, if you just look at the pedal, um, the seal cannot fall out of the pedal. And we were When we were doing a lot of testing, you know, we're on these shuttle rides and we'd see these people that um, – a lot of people with flat pedals, not a lot of people with clips. And the first thing we were looking at is like all these pedals, their seals are falling out of them. And me and you were like, what's the point of having a seal in the pedal if it doesn't stay in the pedal. Right. Um, anyway, all that to say, I think, uh, the, the pedal is, it's not a perfect seal, but I think from, from water to dust to corrosion, a lot of that stuff, um, the pedal is very kept away from the elements internally. So, not to say that you don't need a replacement, um, uh, the rebuild kit, we sell them, but I would just, um, I would steer our customers if they want to buy a set of pedals, uh, probably a better investment to just buy some extra pins because pins are something that um, we made. We They're perfectly designed, I would say, in, with our pedals to wear out and to break off when it's time to break off. And so I would just have, I'd keep extra pins in your, in your toolbox and not replacement. Um, or re- rebuild kits, and I think that's just honestly coming from uh, other pedals. They think you know their pedals are falling apart. They're going to need rebuild kits. But when just with my experience with our pedals, you, you're not going to need a rebuild kit. Although we sell them to you, I'd rather I would tell you just buy some extra pins.
0: And Biggie, what is the website again for for us listeners to get over to Yoshimira? And yeah, it's uh, just
1: it's easy. It's just uh, it's uh, Yoshimira Cycling. Yosh. Oh, sorry about
0: that. Oh, no, there we go. Yoshimiracycling.com. I'm gonna take you guys over there now for the folks that are on the live. Uh, that looks like Colin right there. Yep, that's Colin actually up at uh, Sky Park. That was the that was the shoot you guys just did that shoot, right? You Colin yep. uh Steve Caballero.
1: Yeah, right. A guy named Nick breaks everything. Um Colin's sister was up there. Yusaku came up, is Hunter Lawrence. Wow. Wow. All right. For the folks that are Hunter just watches, he won his first supercross uh, a couple days ago in, in, uh, Arlington.
0: Dang. Congratulations. I noticed a lot of crossover. A lot of moto folks are on the mountain bike and is that just a cross training component to what they do on the, on the motorcycle?
1: Um, I really think, um, it's one of the things I think that we knew there was a lot of crossover from, uh, mtb into moto and moto into mtb but honestly as we dove into it more and we and we saw more of our customers like it's crazy how much there is like we knew again we knew there was a lot but it's it's huge it's gigantic and and that's another thing i think that people recognize our name from from moto you know and just that quality exhaust brand that we are yeah Um, yeah
0: yeah, that's great. Um, Christian here, Crisco Bike, has a great question. He says, can we chat more about the design features that create an advantage for the rider over the other brands? So kind of get more into the weeds on what makes yeah. these pedals different.
1: Yeah, so um, again, I feel honored to be uh, really involved in such a, the, such a deep uh, part of the design phase. So pretty funny, like um, I got a pedal right here. But oh, there yeah, one of the things we did early on—it was so funny. Um, and Yusaku tells this story; it's funny. So the first time, okay, we we built an aluminum body. We we did a we did a, a 3D printed body first, and uh, we put our foot on it. It Feels good. We built an aluminum body, and we went testing. We're like, hey, we're gonna go testing. I'm like, and I kept telling Yusaku, dude, we need to heat treat these pedals. We need to heat treat them. He's like, I don't think so. I don't think so. We are use the right material, and what doesn't need to be heat treated. And we went up and testing and i brought a set of pedals just in case and i went around two turns and my pedals are already bent the spindles and i'm like hey yusako we need a heat treat he's like you're right oh, <laughs> so wow. I, I think after that day i think he respected my opinion but he and i told him could you know again just coming from gt what rockwell hardness i think we need to be at and what spindle uh, material we need to use um and he respects that so One of the other things we do um, that we can get in, I can get into crazy details on these things, but we do not use a chromoly spindle. It's actually uh, an alloy steel that we use. That's um, just as light or even maybe a little bit lighter than chromoly. And um, it's actually a steel that uh, is used in uh, dragster axles. So what it does, it's um, it's super, super strong, but it's also resilient. So it has a lot of um, uh, movement to it. So like, you know, if you're landing hard off something, the, the, the pedal is actually going to move a little bit and not want to tend to bend or, or snap off. So um, so then obviously that steel is heat treated uh, in the spindle. And then after heat treat, um, it comes back to our shop Then we send it out to get coated And that's just a, a coating to basically coat the spindle for corrosion and uh, put a nice um, uh, smooth surface on it. And then it comes back to the shop and then we machine that we post machine the spindle and then it's ready for, uh, to be put into, to, uh, to the, uh, the actual pedal body itself. So I'm even, gonna... you know, a lot of people don't even like, there's so much to just the spindle of the pedal, you know?
0: Wow. So those are all things that maybe other, other pedals don't do right. That you guys are doing different for the, for the most part. I mean, that's, that's one of the ways it sets you apart. And if you want to hold that sucker up, I'm going to give you a full screen here. Uh, so that people can see when you're,
1: there we go. There's the spindle. This is actually a, um, this is a polished pedal that we did. Um, we were just again, trying out different colors and, uh, I really, really like this color. And a lot of people, when we showed it, they're like, I want that color. But the problem is it, it really, it it really stays cool inside, but where your foot, um, touches the top of the pedal it gets kind of muddied up so it's not it's not going to stay nice for very long but it does look really really cool when it's brand new so
0: yeah it almost looks like that stainless steel off the DeLorean
1: yeah it's just polished uh, 6061 aluminum and it's just really again you can see in the cracks and like where the pins are it stays nice but on top where your foot would go um it kind of gets all dulled up so And I've told people that and they're like, I don't care. I want to buy that. I want that color. So playing around with it and and seeing if we can actually make it. um, So, but um, I think another one of the things that we've done, I mean, again, differently, there's, I look at this body and there's so many things. One of the other things that we've done, if you look at our pedal and you can see some of those pictures on pink bike is the, the actual pedal body And the spindle is very, very close to the, uh, the crank arm. And the reason we did that is number one, uh, we wanted to keep the Q factor very, very narrow as much as we can on the pedal, um, for, um, just keeping the pedal as narrow as it can be going through ruts and rocks. Um, even if you're racing BMX, the last thing you want to do is a kickstand or dig the pedal and going around a turn. So, um, the pedal is very narrow it's for, for for as wide as the body is it's very narrow in and you know some consumers have bought um that was one of the reasons one of the, we had one return the guy said hey i don't like how it's that far in i don't like that and i want something that has a, a wider spindle and i'm like okay well we're not going to compromise our design that's one of the things that we feel that we've done differently that um sets our pedal apart so uh, the narrow Q factor is is a huge one for us, and uh, just just to try to eliminate as many pedal strikes as uh, as possible, roots getting stuck in ruts, those type of things. As, as narrow as you can be, the better. So, um, yeah, and like you said, one of the other things that we've done is um, the concave aspect of it. So a lot of people, you know, they call these flat pedals, and a lot of the pedals actually are flat, but with our pedal. Um, I don't have the cross section here, but you can actually see it on the website. Um, it's it's really concave. So if you look at this pedal and you look at the, the body from here going out towards the spindle or out towards the outer edge of the pedal, it really has a concave. Um, I don't know if you can see it there, but let me see. You can kind of see it a little bit there. It's a true concave pedal. I can and totally see that. Yeah. People, yeah. A lot of people say exactly what what you said was, as soon as they, um, they put their foot on the pedal, they're like, this thing feels like a skateboard deck. And um, again, coming from my BMX background in the night or in the eighties, that's one of the things I always loved about the Shimano DX pedal. And honestly, that was probably a lot of the design when we were looking at this pedal came from that DX pedal, because the Shimano DX pedal back in the, in the, um, in the eighties was one of the, I want to say one of the maybe closest to perfect pedals there was out there. And that's why it got copied so much, even GT copied that DX pedal. So, um, but that, that DX pedal had a lot of concave to it. And, uh, that just helps your foot really sit in the pedal. Cause when your foot's on a flat pedal, it feels like it's a, it's on a two by four and it doesn't, it doesn't tend to want to grip. If your foot's sitting in the pedal, it's just a much more, um, you're kind of like it's like sitting on top of a saddle or sitting in the saddle, right? Right. Um, another one of the things that we did on the on the forward facing pedal. So this is a, a left side pedal. So on these forward pins that you see here, you can kind of see um, we've actually angled these pins um, backwards a little bit. You can kind of see they're angled backwards. So the idea is these things are angled backwards, kind of like this. When your foot's sitting on the pedal and you're you're pushing forward to, to kind of get drive in the pedal. It only actually helps to to really uh, have your foot uh, really dig into that pedal. So, again, just creating a very good grip. Um, It's so funny. We went to the the BMX Grands in Tulsa um, this year. Same thing. We had a bike there. And as soon as people put their foot on the pedal, they're like, I'm sold. These things are awesome, right? I had people coming back and going, hey, I feel like I'm clipped in going down the first straightaway because their foot is just so – in the pedal, you know, and not so clipped in that you can't move your foot. We really feel like we could have put longer pins in this pedal and made it so you can't move your foot, but, and you have to pick your foot up to actually move it. Um, We feel that's like almost a dangerous thing. If you have to pick your foot up to move it, that's not good. So these pedals are actually designed to, you can actually move your foot on the pedal while you're riding. Not so much as like you, you don't have traction, but, but you do have traction, but you can still move your, your pedal, you know, because some of the pedals that we've tried and we bought and broke so many pedals, May, my, Mark, I'll tell you that it's it's crazy. Yusaku invented this machine that just was, you know, basically it's like a pedal dyno to where we, we bought all these pedals. Like how strong does our spindle need to be? Well, let's break about 20 sets of pedals and we'll find out where it needs to be, right? But those yeah. are the things you need to make, make a great product. You find out where the industry standard is. And you want to be above that, right? So, right. but yeah, so there's so many, like I said, there's so many things I could talk about this thing because it's like, for me, it's a passion thing too because I was involved at the very beginning as well,
0: so. I I, I love it. I love what you said. It really resonates with me about stepping on a skateboard because I, I grew up doing that. And then I came over to mountain biking later on in life as a, as a dad and an older, you know, uh, writer. And man, the minute I stepped on that, pedal on Colin's bike. I was like, wow, this is, this is different. You know, and I, I have these uh, I've got these spanks on mine on my bike right now and I love them, but there is a difference. And um, you know, there's so much for me to learn in this sport, but that was definitely without even knowledge, just stepping on it. I, I just knew this is a whole different beast, which is amazing. It's
1: cool. Like um, I had a a BMX guy um, out of Canada. The guy is an incredible, like he rides park stuff. Just, he's incredible on ramps. And I didn't even, I I don't know who this guy is from Adam, right? And he hits me through Instagram one day. He's like, hey, I would love to try your pedals. Like, you know, I break every set of pedals I get, I break. I don't, it doesn't matter what brand it is. The spindles break and I can't, you know, I'd love to try your pedals. I'm like, I would love for you to try our pedals. And um, I got him a set of pedals and he's like, these are the best pedals I've ever ridden. Same thing I was telling you at the beginning of the show, right? And I'm not saying that like, he's, uh, he's telling me this, right. And uh, he's had the pedals for about three months now. And he just, he's like, dude, these pedals are so solid. I I have so much confidence in my riding now because I'm not worried about when I'm doing a trick and landing that the spindle is going to give way, you know? So just cool stories like that. It's just like this guy's a professional BMX guy that is on a very, very high level that now Maybe he can perform tricks better or whatever he's doing because he has confidence when he's going to put his feet down that his ankle's not going to break because his his pedal's going to be there when he needs it, you know? So it's yeah. just really cool stories like that that just inspire myself and Yusaku to go, man, that's such a cool – like, you know, we did our homework and now it's showing, right? Yeah.
0: So, Love but, it. That's awesome. And what a great education on pedals, because it seems like it's one of the things that you don't learn about when you get a mountain bike, you, you, are looking at your tire, you're looking at your, your bars, you're looking at, you know, everything else that the saddle and the pedal seems to be like, though, these are what came on my bike. But after yeah. talking to you tonight that there's a difference in the pedals and, and, and the reasons why there's a difference. And I mean, you guys found a gap in what was being offered to us, and uh, you know, like that whole spindle thing, that would be a nightmare to come off of a, a jump, send it a little too deep into the flats, and then break a pedal at that point. That would be yeah. that'd be horrific, horrific. And sometimes too, you know, one of the viewers asked a question about shoes, and I noticed that sometimes I'll be I'll be my shoe will be not in the right position for something that I'm about ready to attack, and I and I hate that feeling. But yep. I can just see it now with this concave that you have built in, where your shoe is in, in a cockpit of its own, where uh, it can move around within that cockpit, but doesn't yep. have to worry about falling out of there.
1: Exactly, uh, and that's then that's why you don't need these extra long gnarly pins because you could almost like you can almost ride our pedal without pins in it because it's just your foot's in the pedal. You know, the pins yeah. just really help keep your foot in the right place. You know. Yeah yeah so, yeah there's there's so so much so just to go to your point you know like you learn so much about pedals so that was one of the things too that yusaku said early on it's like you know you're only touching the bike in your hands your butt and your feet so the pedals are a contact point that if you do something wrong with them it's going to be a, you you're, the experience that you're going to have on a bike is bad but if you do something really right with them the experience you're going to have is going to be really good you know so grips saddle and pedals or those are the those are the the contact points of the bike right so um we addressed that's one of the reasons he wanted to address pedals and i told him early on too it's funny like pedals are not easy dude um again like you've got to get a lot of things right you know um but again i, I think it's a subjective thing you know but i really feel that we are on that top shelf of like being one of the best pedals out there as far as a flat pedal. Um, that's my opinion. And I think that pretty much everybody that's bought some is probably feels the same way. Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people on the show tonight are, are interested in, in trying them out too, in, uh, getting, getting that feel as well, which is going to be great. And uh, double R here says, um, you know, the pedals, it's the one thing that doesn't come on a new bike and you've already spent all this money on a bike. By the time they go, what pedal do you want? I think most consumers are like uh, those over there, I guess. Yeah, you know? I'll take the
1: plastic ones, whatever,
0: right? Yeah. And uh, what what a great point that you made. It is one of the main contact points. So you really want to put a lot of thought into what you're going to be putting your feet on.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. A, that's a
0: great point. Um, Biggie, I'm going to move over to another segment of the podcast. And folks, if you guys have questions on the pedals, please still uh, bring them in. Uh, we'd love to address them but want to get to the point of the show. We talk about uh, YouTubers and I know you as a, as a mountain biker probably watch YouTube whenever you get a chance to. Um, although when you're not making pedals, which might be not very often <laughs> these days, <Yeah. laughs> but what uh, what is big E like to watch when he is uh, finally getting a chance to get away from, from making these, these bad boys.
1: Um, so I would say that I'm not, I'm, when I'm sitting on YouTube watching stuff, it's probably I'm watching Supercross, <laughs> like um, people dissecting Supercross races or something like that. I really don't tune into a lot of YouTube stuff on mountain biking. Um, I probably watch some of it, but I probably move on. Um, I, I do look at a lot of social media, though, on on mountain biking. If something catches my interest, like – um, a Red Bull video or something. I'm like, I'm going to go watch that. I'm going to go on YouTube and watch the whole edit, you know? Yeah. Um, like, uh, Brandon, uh, there's so many great Red Bull videos, you know, that, um, and then so much stuff from, um, from Virgin Utah, like dude, that the oh. ramp is just insane. Right. Like, so yeah. those are the things you just like, how on earth they, they, there's probably 20 people in the world that can ride this stuff. Right. And these guys are making it look so easy.
0: Yeah. In the Good GoPro, we know. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say the GoPro we know take it has that GoPro effect. So if it looks gnarly on YouTube or Instagram, yeah. imagine what that thing is like in, re- in real life.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like video never does anything justice, right? <laughs> right.
0: Right. Sorry, Biggie, you were gonna say something before I before I interrupted you there.
1: I forgot what I was gonna say. I was just I was just gonna say that, you know, um, I don't spend a ton of time on YouTube like I I'm I'm so busy doing 68 things like probably that's why I'm more tuned into social media it's like that 15 30 seconds minute of stuff and I got to move on right but yeah. um if I I see something that catches my eye I'm I'm going to go to YouTube and watch the full the full piece you know yeah that's a good point I'll go, I'll go on YouTube too to to watch people that think that they when they think they know how to bleed a break and then they're like, that's not how to do it. But that's <laughs> what everywhere. Doing. Yeah. I was just like, oh man. But <laughs> but yeah, like sometimes I watch it for comedy like that. But but yeah, I, I I don't, I would I wouldn't say I spend a lot of time on YouTube. So more social media. Yeah. Or no. Instagram, Facebook side.
0: That makes sense. Instagram's quick, you know, qu- quick little hits here and there. And then you can find something that you like. Lots of talent out there. It's it's amazing how much talent is out there when you're watching these videos. Yeah. All right, Biggie. We're going to move over to the final part of the show, which is the funny questions. Um got a f- couple funny questions for you and you can answer these in any way you want and there is no right or wrong answer. All right. Um oh, shoot, before I for- before I forget. What bike what mountain bike is Biggie's mountain bike?
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, so I ride a uh Intense Carbine. Nice. That bike is um uh, probably like I think you guys know it's like a 160. I got a 160, 160 front uh suspension. Uh profile hubs, I run E-Wings cranks. So I I pretty much threw the the bucket at it. Um it's a it's a Ooh. fun I got O-lean suspension. Um it's a fun bike. I really like it. Um, one of the reasons I chose the Intense bike is um the uh, the owners, partial owners, Jeff My and Ryan Junji are partial owners of the Intense brand. Um that's one of the reasons. And, uh, we just know them from Moto. They're, they're friends of ours. Um, and then also because it's a Southern California brand, we want to, I wanted to, I wanted to invest in a brand that's built here in Southern California, but the brand is anyway, maybe the, the frame isn't, but early on they were. And, uh, I just think intense is a great brand, Jeff Stever and what they've created out there is uh, is really cool. You know, they're out in Temecula and, um, yeah, I just think, uh, um, Again, the whole Southern California thing, you know, there's there's a lot of Pacific Northwest everything nowadays. And so, like, as you see our marketing, one of the things that we want to do is, hey, Southern California is cool, too. It's a cool place to ride. Right. So forget about us. (laughs) So that's the other reason I brought the about the Intense. They're, They're a SoCal brand. So I like those guys over there.
0: That's a good 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 Southern California brand. I mean, we got some great ones out here. We have Intense and uh YT out there in San Clemente. I mean, yeah, they can't they can't overlook these these brands anymore. I mean, they're coming up, you know? Yep, yeah. Putting putting SoCal on the map. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really
1: cool. I I well I'm Steve Caballero and, and myself and a couple of my friends got a chance to kind of like tour of the YT thing down there in San Clemente and um they're doing some cool stuff too. You know, they're a direct to consumer brand and they're kind of changing the game up a little bit. So um, it's just cool to see there are so many great bikes out there and there's so many people buying them. It's such a cool time to uh, be a mountain bike enthusiast, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a really cool time.
0: I love the resurgence of the great outdoors and people moving their bodies and, and mm-hmm. getting healthy and getting fit and kind of, maybe that's what we needed to do as, as humans. You know, we've been all sitting in these boxes and offices and staring at screens all day. Now we're actually getting out and moving ourselves, moving our bodies like we've done for millions of years before. And yep. it's a, it's an awesome place to be. It's cool to see it. Um, I was actually at YT today and, uh, took the decoys out and was with, uh, Jeff Taylor. And we got to take, um, one of my buddies is a retired. he just retired from football. If you guys know the name, drew breeze. Oh yeah. We had, oh, yeah. We, we had drew breeze out at the, uh, YT uh, testing out the decoy, taking him out there for his first mountain bike ride. And oh, wow. he did, a, he did amazing. He, you know, it was at first it was like, okay, this is the dropper seat. Now this is what I shift the gears with. This is how I go eco mode and all that stuff. Um, so it was kind of like at first, you know, it's, it's difficult. There's a lot of input that you have to think about. And by 30 minutes in, I mean, he was already eyeing things descend. He was, he was holding the berms great. It was, it was just, a very cool thing to see. But uh, yeah, kudos to to these Southern California companies, YT and Intense. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Taylor's a
1: great guy over there at YT. What a great, what a great guy to be kind of really heading heading the whole USA operation up for YT, you know. Yes,
0: love that guy. Super good guy and yeah. professional skateboarder in his career back in the day.
1: Yeah so, uh,
0: yeah. so if you guys know that, that's uh you guys you guys are good fans of the skateboard world too. Okay. Biggie going into the funny questions. Question number, Oh, by the way, awesome bike too. Uh, question, <laughs> <laughs> question number one, um, when it comes to mountain biking, do you prefer uphill more or downhill more and why?
1: Uh, honestly, for me, it's both. Um, I really like going downhill. I'm a big guy and so gravity helps me a lot. And so I love going downhill and I I love speed and the the inertia, but I also like uphill too, because I feel like I'm working for something. I I feel like, um, you're cheating a little bit. If you're, you're riding an e-bike or you're getting shuttled up to somewhere. Um, so I I would say I'd like downhill more, but you need the uphill to get the downhill. So, yeah,
0: that's great. Yeah, you do. You need to put in the, you put in the dues and you get the reward. Just like it's a good lesson like life. You know, you got to put some hard work in and then there's the reward at the end. It's not just handed to you. Yeah. Which which is awesome. Okay. Good answer, buddy. Question number two, Big E. What is the, now this could be because you're also in moto. What is the sexiest name in mountain biking or moto? Could be equipment, could be a person, could be anything. And what is the least sexiest name in mountain biking or moto?
1: Shoot. like the name of a product or a person Could be.
0: yeah either one either or
1: man i think the sexiest name is chileo like i have to I have to go there sweet <laughs> cuz there's a lot of there's deep there's deep stuff there right that's right that's pretty badass answer yeah there you go <laughs> um but I don't. Oh, sh- I can't even think that there's there's some kooky stuff out there, man. You're just like, are you kidding me? Like, who said this was okay to name this product that? Like, <laughs> some of the tire names of tires, okay, gets me up and thinking. Like, um, anyway, I'm not gonna go there, but you know what I'm talking. About. There's some <laughs> stuff that you're like, who named this tire? You know, I'm not like a, a Magic Murray or a Rocket Ron or something, right? But yeah. There's other companies out there. I'm like what did you guys hit your head? Like <laughs> it, it costs so much to make a tire and tooling and everything. And you just sent it down the road with that name on it. But anyway, that's, so I say some of the tires out there are probably kind of weird.
0: Could qualify for some of the least sexiest names that are yes. out there in the marketplace. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then final question, Biggie, um, what secret conspiracy would you like to start? in the mountain bike world.
1: I'm going to go with what Cab said on your podcast back then. Oh. If I told you, it wouldn't be a secret.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you guys got me on that
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not a big... Uh... I'm not a big guy on conspiracy stuff, but when I when I was listening to that when Steve was on and he said that, I'm like, that's the perfect answer. <laughs> I know. <If> that's the <laughs> perfect answer. I gotta go with it. <laughs> that's a perfect answer.
0: He's like, if I can't told tell. you it
1: was secret, it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs> it wouldn't
0: be a secret conspiracy anymore. Yeah. Yeah, he he you guys got me on that one pretty good. <laughs> well played, <laughs> sir. Well played. Well, folks that are on the podcast, we wanted, well, Biggie was nice enough to bring some Yoshimura giveaways to the podcast tonight for the folks that are listening in live. And uh, we want to give away, there's going to be three three giveaways here, right, Biggie? Yeah,
1: we'll do and, I got some hats and t-shirts. Yep.
0: Okay. So what we'll do is we'll just do Q&A with uh, the folks here that are on the line. And okay. uh, when All you right. guys answer it, you know, we can always go ahead and... Uh, uh, make sure we get your contact info to send you these gifts. So um,
1: Mark, can Biggie, you, uh, when, uh, can you do that? Make sure that you get that information and then we can, we can talk afterwards or any of you want to make sure that we, we get that info ab- for the people that
0: absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. You, you got it. Yep. We'll make sure that you guys get that information. I'll get that information over to you, Biggie. So question number, oh, I like
1: this question up here. Um, oh, Mark, let's take it. What is it? Should- what shoe pairs work best for our pedals? Five tens, half cabs. Oh yes. Who who was it? Who said that? Uh, Sean, I just w. you scroll up a little bit, or do I scroll up? Let's see. Uh, it's double R, double A R R.
0: Double R. There we go. My man, double R.
1: So they answer the question. Yes. They have all day long. Vans. Vans are the perfect shoe for our pedal. So I wear. Um, I don't wear half cabs um uh, the sole's a little flimsy for me there's a shoe called uh, um Burley pro that has a really stiff sole but it also has the vans waffle sole on it and man I, for me i think that's one of the it's a really close to being perfect flat mountain bike slash bmx shoe that they make it's got a really stiff sole it's kind of got a rubber toe um protection on it um it's it's a and it's it's super cushiony to walk in, but it's also stiff. So
0: what's uh, that called again, bigy? Vans
1: burley pro. It's it's a Vans Burley Pro. It's spelled B-E-R-L-E Burley Pro.
0: I'm gonna type it into the comment section there for folks who want to check those out. So that question was a great question. Do you think um should we give double R the first package yeah. of giveaways? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right, double R. Double Congratulations, Obelar. Don't forget to send me your info or I'll contact you. But you are a winner of uh, the first winner of Biggie's giveaway. All right.
1: <laughs> Yoshimira, it's not mine. <laughs> no, I don't have anything to give away. It's all you. yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah, sorry. Yoshimira's giveaway. Yoshimura uh, t-shirt and hat coming your way, buddy. All right. Let's uh, let's let's do a question from what we talked about. Uh, Biggie, do you want to you want to come up with one for for recall?
1: Um. I um. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Let's see what we got here. Oh. Um. Shoot. Trying to figure out one with we again. Double R says sweet. Thanks, Yoshimira. Okay. Can you guys send your questions in if you're online? Because I want we need good ones to give to give some stuff away. Um. Or we can ask a question and see if they can
0: answer. Um, I've got one here if you want me to.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh. All right,
0: guys. So if you are interested in these pedals, these Yoshimura pedals, the first one that can answer this question, what is the website that you would go to to check these pedals out? What is the website? what and uh, we will wait to see if anybody has an answer here.
1: Hey, so real quick, while we're waiting for that answer, um, yeah. One of the other design aspects we did in the pedal, um, you know, we put aluminum pins in this thing, and that was the first thing we got a lot of feedback on. Peak biker like, oh, dude, those aluminum pins are gonna—that's not the right thing to use. Blah blah, blah right? And um, the reason why we used so the pedal body sixty sixty one, the pins are seventy seventy five, so they're a lot harder. So when you have a pedal strike or you hit something hard or something happens, the pin is made to snap off. And so you can extract it super easy and put a new one in. 75 75 pins are super light. For a set of 40, it's like 20 grams uh, for these things. If you put steel pins in this pedal, they're going to bend over. Then you can't extract them.
0: Interesting. The the,
1: the thread of the pedal. So that's another reason we went with uh, aluminum pins. So, wow, wow, while we're waiting,
0: yeah, and we do have a winner. Okay, uh, the winner is going to be John W. It is okay. Yoshimira, Yoshimiracycling.com. Cycling.com. He, he nailed it. So, John W, don't forget, uh, let's get your contact info. And then, Biggie, when I send this contact info, is it just going to come straight from Yoshimira over to them straight away? I can send through? it, yeah, I can
1: send it directly to them. Yeah, if you okay, want. that's no problem. Yep. Okay,
0: and then third and last uh, giveaway question biggie do you have a question you want to ask the folks that are listening
1: um Crisco
0: bike says (laughs) Pornhub.
1: yeah um a lot of one of the questions we get um and and while we're waiting maybe for some questions to come up one of the questions we get is um if i order a set of pedals how long does it take to to get them so that's one of the things we wanted to keep um keep kind of cool with ours because we're direct to consumer right now um is like you can order your pedals like hey i want a pewter pedal with blue pins in it. No problem. We got it. So when you place your order on the website um, right now, it's taking about two weeks from when you place an order to when we're going to ship. So just because it's, uh, again, it's the cycle, you know, when the pedals are out, the anodizer, sometimes it takes a little while for those to get back. We're waiting on spindles to come back from heat treat or Cerakote. So there are outside processes that we do use that kind of hold it up a little bit. Um, so um, it takes a, so we'll we'd probably say our general answer is about 2 weeks from when you order a set of pedals to when you get them. To, that's probably the worst-case scenario. Okay. So there's going to be a time hopefully in the near future where you order a set of pedals and we can ship them out within 24 hours. So uh,
0: that's awesome. Looks like John W the winner of the last uh, question had he's got a pair of pedals queued up right now. So Yeah. There um, we go. John, John looks like about 2 weeks. 2 weeks says as, as Worst case scenario, if it gets there sooner, then um, they're working on it. In fact, Biggie might be cruising back to do some more pedals here after the show.
1: <laughs> well, that's actually funny you say that. One, we no, are you really a, are. Right, we're going to get a gigantic load of spindles back um, from Cerakote, um tomorrow, actually. And it's going to be – we're going to have a pedal building party because <laughs> we've wow. got back orders to build. So uh, we're wow. going to be shipping a ton of pedals out um, uh, next week. So, Wow.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So maybe John, maybe you'll be in there on the, on the next week shipment, but that's congratulations, buddy. That's great. Okay. Um, I'll just go ahead and do the final question and we'll see what recall we get, if that's okay, Biggie. Yep. Okay. So if anybody, the first person that can name a difference of these pedals to the rest of the market space, let's see, let's see what we get. Let's see what we get. While waiting for the winner to, to chime that in um, Biggie the the hat the symbol is it is that Yoshimura in a different In in a different language or, or is that what is that
1: actually that? Um, people say a lot of people think it says 3 equals 47 like oh, here. Let me take this off so you can see it better see oh, that? Yeah, yeah, um, but it is actually um, it says Yoshimura in Japanese it's a okay. stylized. Um, it's stylized from katakana, which is the the, um, the Japanese uh, word symbols, and it's stylized, and um, that's where that that's what that is. So when you see that, it just says Yoshimura in Japanese.
0: Oh, that's very cool. And the founder yeah. of the company's name was Yoshimira. Is that how it all? That's how Yoshimura – Yeah, goes? that's their last
1: name. That's the family's last name. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, they started. Uh, it's funny. Pop started in in. Um, his whole thing was he was an airplane tuner in the war, in World War II. And he wow. brought people out crazy, like these stories. Like You can actually go on our, the Yoshimura R&D site, yoshimura-rd.com, and there's a history of Yoshimura there that starts all the way when Pop was born, all the way through World War II and how Yoshimura got its start on Air Force bases, and then they built a little shop in Japan. Dang. Yeah, he learned how to tune motors from building airplane engines, and that's how it started. From four-two Airplanes. Inc-
0: That's incredible. I love yeah. that. I love that. We do have a winner from the 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 final winner for tonight's giveaway is Christian at Crisco Bike. He says, Oh, he gave two answers. Concave. Yeah, dude. Concave. He said pins angled back into the foot. And actually three and shorter I like the last of the best and then labor of yep, love <laughs> labor of love yeah not just a machine cranking things out just to crank things out yep. uh it actually has a purpose dude congratulations to the three of you and uh let's uh let's connect so that we can get your contact information and send you out these uh items from yoshimira uh biggie dude it was great to talk to you man good to see you again uh, different setting yeah, we need to
1: hook up for some rides. Hey, we know what we need to do is just go, you immediately need to hit up hit up the luge. I've never done it. I would love to. Let's let's uh let's make
0: it happen. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. You know, Jeff Taylor, YT said uh he watched my veil race from last weekend and I was on a trail bike. He's like, dude, you needed to be on the capra. He's like, swing by, get the capra, take it if you if you race again. Maybe I need that for, for the luge. I hear it's pretty bumpy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I mean you could get down that thing on a 140 bike, no problem. I've went okay. down that on a hardtail, but oh my god, that's you know that's I had a BMX background and I I know how to ride a bike without suspension, right? But it's really like the faster you, it, it's pretty. The loose is uh, is nothing gnarly, no big drops. It's just really really chattery. The faster you go, it's just like just very a lot of chatter. So.
0: Man, I'm if I'm on that capper, I could be like, Yo, Biggie, what's going on, man? This is so smooth.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff, be hooking it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, super good guy. Uh, yep. thanks again for being on the show. Let's definitely, I'll definitely want to take you up on that because I, I hear so many great things about the Luge. I definitely need to have that under my belt here in SoCal to be considered a mountain biker. I feel to me, I just that's one of the ones I need to, to do. So, yes, please, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, and then Biggie let everybody know um people who are listening live people who will be listening in the future um, how can people follow either biggie yoshimira like wh- what where are the places that they can go to continue their journey with with you or the company
1: yeah so um the company is just uh the instagram account is uh yoshimira cycling um it's super easy. Obviously, it's Yoshimira Cycling. Um, our moto account, our motor motorcycle account, is Yoshimira underscore RD, and um, our Facebook is Yoshimira USA for our motorcycle side, and it's Yoshimira Cycling. Same thing for on the bike side, um, and then we have a YouTube channel that's, uh, I believe, it's Yoshimira R and D of America. I think that's what it is. But it's super easy. You just type in Yoshimira USA, and it'll come up. So, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Not a There's... ton
1: of mountain bike stuff on the uh YouTube channel yet. Yeah. We are just finishing a video up that people are going to really dig with Steve Caballero. Like oh. it, we basically I mean it highlights his um art, his music, his skating, his moto, his bike, mountain bike thing like I just love that guy. He's so multifaceted. I'm like yeah. here's a guy that's just just an incredible talent and He's he loves Yoshimira like through and through. He's like, Biggie, whatever you need, I'll help you. And I that for me, that guy's gold. And I just yeah. he's just a great, great dude. So that's something yeah. that's coming to watch out for. There's a full edit that's gonna be really, really cool to watch.
0: Man, I can't wait to see that. I know when I, I invited him to a ride and he's like, Oh man, I'm doing this thing, this cool thing for Yoshimura he's like, I'm doing music, I'm doing mm-hmm. art, I'm doing writing. I'm like, what? Where can we see this? Is this live? What's going on? He goes, oh, they'll put it out. You keep an eye out for it. So <laughs> if we want to see that, that's going to be released on the Yoshimira website or
1: YouTube channel. Yeah. So it'll be in full length on the YouTube channel. We'll do an ID video to so you can watch the whole thing. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on every place that we are. It'll be a full link. So um, you'll be able to click it and watch it. So
0: love that talking about unique pedals and then a unique person Steve Caballero I mean you can never put that guy in a box of any kind he he just does he does it all I mean he yeah. from cooking to skateboarding to mountain biking to moto to art to music
1: to what else and then on top and mark on top of all that he's such a humble nice guy totally like, and back of him you think he could be the most arrogant person in the world right no way. There's not a bone in his body. You know, that's right. Yeah. yeah just amazing.
0: After one of our rides, he goes, uh, he goes, Mark, can I, can you please, you know, send me some of that footy? And then he texts me later. He said, please.
1: And thank you. I was like,
0: dude, <laughs> I love this yeah. guy.
1: Yeah. That's so cool. He's such Great a dude. So, and, and then, you know, really I, we're running this thing long, but that's one of the things that we do Um, that I try to do at Yoshimira. Like I don't, you know, on the moto side, I don't feel like we need to sponsor everybody and be on every motorcycle on the paddock. I want to be on the right people, the right bikes in the paddock. And that's, and for me on the bike side, same thing. And for me, <clears throat> excuse me, like guys like Colin and Colin Timmermans and his sister, Claire, his uh, sister, Emma, um, um, Steve caballero those are the people that we want representing our product because they understand who we are and they they, they want to use Yoshimura for all the right reasons. So um, those are the kind of, you know, things for us moving forward when we're sponsoring athletes, that's what we're going to look at. I don't don't need to sponsor every, you know, every guy out there with flat pedals that we can get us exposure. We just need to be on the right bikes, you know? So that's great. That's awesome. Steve, Steve Cavallaro is that for us.
0: That's right. That culture, that's, that's a great culture to have those types of riders, great ambassadors to put a good feel to the company and to a unique pedal. That's a, that's great vision. I I love that. Even, I love this even more.
1: (laughs) I love it even more. Well, Mark, seriously, it was great um, talking to you guys and thanks everybody for tuning in on the, on the, on YouTube and then on the, on the podcast. Um, I really appreciate you having us on. I know that you know, in these days, time isn't cheap and you're sitting here talking to me for over an hour. And that's really cool about who I am and what the brand is. And um, that's huge. And, I, you know, as we grow, we definitely won't forget that. You know, we want to make sure that um, we take care of people as we move on and we remain friends and um, and we need to go for that luge ride. So. Yes,
0: absolutely. I'm in. I'm in. Maybe we'll do like a sender's group ride like John W. mentioned right here. Get a, get a, get a pack of us going up there, but um, man, thank you again. Thank you everybody for being on the show tonight. Thank you to all those folks that are listening to this on the podcast in the future. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Biggie, Biggie. All
1: right. Have a good night guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Yeah.
0: All right, senders, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I really had a good time talking with Big E. And definitely when we set up that ride to the Luge, I'll make a post to see if we can get a group ride going, maybe a sender's group ride, an official sender's group ride with Big E from Yoshimura. A uh, special thank you again to the sponsors of the show. Thank you to 7IDP. Thank you to the Boley Brands. And thank you to... Tasco for making these shows keep on going. Hope you guys are doing well. Send it safely. Hope you guys are getting ready to head out on the trail or you're just getting back and ready to head back home. Um, Whatever you do, make sure you work hard at it because remember folks, all of your hard work will always pay off. Alright everybody, we'll see you guys on the next episode.
1: You.